to Shaken Not Noob, the podcast that's been sticking its foot to the floor all week, crying out for speed and power! I am your host, Fuzzy Dan, and with me on this week's episode is my excellent co-host, the Stig to my replacement Stig, it's Mr. Doody Dutrum. How are we, good buddy? I feel like saying something like James May, but I can't think of anything that he says. He just does that goofy little dance, and seeing as it's an audio <laughs> medium, I'm just going to go, I'm well, and how are you? <laughs> Excellent! I can see you doing that little muscle stance he does. Yeah, that, yeah, that, the that, little, that, the yeah. little, the little flex <laughs> under his yeah. bee gut sort of thing. Yeah, it's so stupid. They are all stupid, but they're great. We love to watch him. Bring back more Grand Tour. I'm so. Oh, oh the semen was so good. <laughs> I don't like boats. <laughs> I mean, out of context. Um, yeah, no. Look, semen oh, is always good, especially after asparagus. <laughs> They had that one special, the whole thing with this season of the Grand Tour um, was that they were going to do lots of specials and they gave us one that was just before Christmas and it is now May and nothing is happening and I need more Grand Tour in my life. Yeah, I've so. watched I've watched that special so many times, just it's fucking hilarious. Oh <laughs> uh, Well, if you don't know what we're talking about, go out, do yourself a favour and go and watch the Grand Tour. It is the predecessor no wait that's the postdecessor it's the one that came after the proper top gear so it's the top successor? gear but not top gear the successor that's the one um, that's what i was talking about through all that garbage go and watch it the grand tour it's amazing and the specials that they're doing now are awesome too yes but but let's talk about the thing that we're supposed to be talking about it's video games this week there's lots of news we're going to get into it right now um, number one, cab off the rank. Now, if you haven't heard about this, it's probably because they're keeping it all under wraps at the moment. Now, there is news around the traps that Grand Theft Auto V on PC is going to be available for free on the Epic Game Store in about five hours. So, 1am Melbourne time. <laughs> yeah. So, by, by the time you hear this podcast, it will already be available on the Epic Game Store. But it's the um, Epic Game Store, so no one will download it. Well, you, this is the thing, right? You can download it and then connect it up to your Steam account so then you can play it from there, which is fine. Uh-huh. So I've done that with a couple of games. It's pretty good. But yes, apparently that's the rumor that um, Grand Theft Auto Five is going to be free uh, between the 14th of May and the 21st of May um, to add to your library and keep forever, which is pretty awesome, if, uh, if you ask me. If you haven't already got it on every single platform that you own, this is a good chance to have it on PC. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I enjoy Grand Theft Auto Five, but I think I've I've already finished the campaign multiple times, so I'm not going to do it for that instance. But I do it for the instance of having it on PC to play online with friends on PC. Like I yes. think I think that's what it's for, and that's what's worth the fifty gig download, <laughs> the two days of downloading um, oh, to to play it with mates online. Still, that's yeah. I mean, you could fit five Grand Theft Autos in the space of one Call of Duty Modern Warfare because that's about oh, twenty my gig at the moment. God. That game just needs to <laughs> the file start. size. It's crazy. I, I, um, like I, I have now uninstalled Call of Duty Modern Warfare. I can't trade it in because you can't trade in games during this period of of life. Um, and it's like uh, last time I put it in, I'm like, I'll play some Call of Duty. I'm like, I fucking hate it, but I'll I'll play a quick round before I go out or something like that. It's like you have a hundred gig update. I'm like, nope. <laughs> hey, look. I still play it. I still play it a couple of nights a week. It is still a lot of fun, and I'm still very, very good at it. Um, but it's 
it's just one of those games that I've found to be a really good tune and switch off kind of game. Um, I, I enjoy grinding. There's some good maps. There's some good fun to be had. So, you know, if you can ignore all of the other stuff, and I haven't paid a single cent for it, which has been great. So I've had a good time with it. Haven't had to pay any money for it either, and I've enjoyed. So, I mean, that's a good game to me, man. If you can sink some hours into a game and spend a bit of time on it, that's fine. Um, but, yeah, if they, they keep upping their fucking file size... Um, that's going to be an issue. And apparently, well, this is a sidetrack on that issue, but apparently the um, the large file sizes is actually causing a very minute lag uh, in the game for some players. Yeah. Um, yeah so it's it all these sense. old, it's all this old, like, it's basically like somebody, they keep putting these updates in, but they don't clear the junk folder. Yeah. So they'll delete something and they'll put, you know, put some new stuff in its place, but they won't clear it away completely. So apparently there's this all this old legacy code that's sticking around that's causing lag on some games and they're trying to clear it up, but apparently it's just, it's so fucking hard to do that that may never, ha- may never happen. So people may just deal and experience lag the more the updates come in. I and was they're like, expecting, like, they, they update every week. Like, they're updating and patching all the time. It's crazy how much that game gets updated. I will say that's what I like with, you know, with things like World of Warcraft, Rainbow Six Siege, all those games that are an updated service that, yes, there'll yeah. be a fucking 20 gig or 40 gig update, but it'll clear, it'll replace what's already put in the system. So, it'll go yeah. like, cool, well, look, we're fixing this error. Let's get rid of the code that makes that error. We're, we're putting in this map and we're taking these map out of, maps out of rotation for, for Rainbow Six Siege. So, we're removing those maps from the game because you, you can't play them because they're not in rotation. All that sort of, that sort of stuff. Um, yeah. And I kind of like it when, when, you know, yes, it's a 40 gig update, but then when you look at your, your hard drive space on a computer and you go, hey, there's nothing like, that yeah. I'm not, I don't have missing gigs or something like that. Like it's still normal. No, this this is significant. So they, they need to hopefully do something about that for the next edition. But yeah, for at least this one, you're looking at, I think it's at least 185 gigabyte at this stage. So it's fucking massive. Um, yeah, but yes, I'm, I'm there done we go. with COD. Um, no more. <laughs> Flat out, no there we go. more. It's not even in the news, but we're moving on. We'll move on from that one because there's some awesome other stuff that's happened this week. There's so much news I want to talk about it all. Um, the the big one that I sent through to you today, I'm not sure if you've seen it all. It is the Unreal 5 uh, engine uh, that was released or revealed today. I did say, um, yes. Yes, and it's basically they did a, a next-gen real-time demo running on the PS5 of the graphics that are available from uh, the Unreal Engine 5. Wow, it looks pretty... It does. It does look very pretty. It's um, I don't know why, but it sort of reminded me of like fuck. I, when was the last time we had an Indiana Jones game? Like it just seemed. <laughs> it, it just gave off like like Tomb Raider, Indiana Jones, Tomb Raider, and yeah. Uncharted, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm just sitting there going, come on, give us. Like the last Indiana Jones cool. game we got was like fucking PlayStation Two original Xbox. I'm like, come on. Like Harrison <laughs> Ford's too old to do it as a movie character now. Fucking. Get his voice and his likeness for a video game. <laughs> well, look, I mean, whatever they did on this, like the demo itself looks amazing. It was it was a lot of fun. It's worth watching. I thought we were watching some sort of um, new Tomb Raider or whatever it is, but it is literally just a demo. Mm. And it looks... Uh, if that's the kind of stuff we can expect, then I'm very, very excited. Um, there's all sorts of scientific stuff about, you know, Thousands of triangles and every frame and all the rest of it. And yeah, I every I don't every get it, rubble has a million pixels, and this is like yeah. okay, that's enough. That's enough pixels on a fucking rock. 
Like, yeah. but they, but they, that's what they're doing. Like, this is the whole thing. This is the future of how gaming is going to be. They didn't talk about file sizes. Um, they didn't talk about a bunch of other things that could potentially impact what it actually produces. But yeah, I mean, if this is what we can expect on next gen consoles, um, you know, obviously we haven't seen the Xbox at this stage, but I'm sure they'll be you know running that and revealing that at some point as well. But that's the PS5 graphics. I'm fucking sold. That's great. That's what I want. I think this um, will this will probably be the like. With what we're doing with Noob, we both have Xboxes. We both have Playstations, yep. and we both have a Switch, uh, yep. as well as both we have PCs. But I think as of next console generation, I'm just going to stick with the Xbox, and I'm going to stick with a gaming rig uh, via PC-wise. Mm. I think that's going to be it, man. With my with my Switch, it sits there and collects dust, and my PlayStation isn't even a PlayStation. It's a Spider-Man machine. Like, that's all it is. <laughs> oh, look, I think there'll be, it'll be, what's going to be the big thing for me is the exclusive in each range. I'll, you know, definitely get the, um, get both consoles at some point. Mm. Um, but, I mean, if this is the, like, what I think is, is, is exciting is this next generation of technology that's coming along to support the consoles. Because if we were yep. running, you know, Unreal 4, again, <laughs> you know, it just, you, you wouldn't feel, like, you'd see some stuff, but you wouldn't see exactly how far they can push it. And this is what we're talking about. Like this, this Unreal Engine Five reveal was entry level, first off demo. Imagine how far they're going to push that. It's going to be so great. So I'm excited for it. Um, I know that this one's not coming until mid. Uh, I think the engine's coming out and released for 2021. So it's not released. It won't be at the start, the, the launch date for the uh, the new consoles. But it will be coming very soon, which is exciting. Yeah, and, they, and, and that's the thing. Like when when the Xbox One and the PlayStation Four first released, we got um, like Assassin's Creed Black Flag, and they showed you know you go onto you know you can still go onto YouTube and find it now the Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty or the PlayStation Three comparison to what is now today the current gen consoles, and the only difference in regards to graphics was like a little bit of a reflection or the yeah. water spraying onto the deck of the boat and being like, oh look, you can see it sway from left to right, but like this looks yeah. like an actual step forward rather than just the the small detail forward mm. no yeah this is a this is a big leap forward i'm very excited for this so yeah we can look forward to some some awesome stuff and i know that there's going to be a lot of really cool development in this as well because they've changed the licensing model for it so it basically means that uh, when you play when you make an indie game you can use this platform for free so the unreal engine stuff for free um, as a licensing fee until you earn, I think it's a million dollars. So everything, if you don't make a million dollars with your game, um, you don't have to pay anything back in licensing fees and then they start tearing it up from there. So that's great for indie developers and a bunch of other stuff. We'll see a lot more stuff using a very awesome new engine um, for you know, new generation of platforms. It's great. We're also going to see a lot of shit indie games because there are shit indie games. Oh, yeah, there are. <laughs> but, yeah, so there we go. Unreal Engine 5. Check it out. The um, uh, YouTube clip's just blowing up. So I think it's about goes for about eight minutes. It's really worth watching. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a long haul, but it's, it, it is impressive. Yeah. And speaking of things that are impressive, um, another bet, trailer uh, that we watched today. Yeah. Um, it is the Mortal Kombat 11 trailer, Aftermath for um, the new content that's coming through for them. We've got new characters coming in. So we've got, uh, I think it's uh, Shiva. Yes. Uh, I'm not sure of the guy's name, but he's... Fujin, uh, who is the brother of Raiden. That's the one. And, of course, we have the metal detective himself, Robocop. And it's OG fucking (laughs) R-rated motherfucker Robocop. It's like, look, I did watch the reboot Robocop. It was fun, but it's... 
it doesn't compare to the OG one, but like just the, the like the the intro introduction to characters in Mortal Kombat, I will say Mortal Kombat and Injustice nail that when you know Green Lantern charges up his fucking ring on his power battery, or you know Sub Zero coming out and he's in the middle of this like thunder sort of thing. Like it's this beautiful introduction. And Robocop's one. Have you seen Robocop's introduction? It's so fucking awesome, man. It's all these <laughs> cop cars that rock up and they just start shooting and they say, yeah. we need to call in for backup and in walks fucking Robocop and he pulls his gun out of his leg. Dead or alive, you're coming with me. And I'm like, fuck yes! <laughs> and the uh, the ending was pretty amazing as well. His fatality, he shoots a um, an explosive um, like round at the, at, at the character. It bounces off him and goes up in the air. He then turns around <laughs> and shoots him behind his back um, through the crotch and explodes this grenade at the same time behind him and the body parts blow up and he's walking away from this explosion. It's pretty fucking amazing. There is, they, they, they gave in this trailer as well, they gave little a little hint of what the, uh, the alternate fatality is and it's the same thing he does to the fucking, like that gets done to him but he does to fucking that 70s show he shoots yeah. off the hands and then shoots him in the dick and all that sort of stuff and like you actually yeah. see the hands blow off and I'm like oh oh man it's gotta be fucking dope and he's got the fucking the, the big spike that comes out of his forearm for his x-ray attack and puts it through their fucking chest oh, oh man God. I'm so keen yeah. for it <laughs> and of course we're going to be having Robocop versus Terminator so um, yeah I mean, that's amazing that's a comic right, book yeah. series as well <laughs> so there we go um, Mortal Kombat 11 Aftermath like that, that game's been yeah it's been out for a year and they just keep releasing content for it good mm-hmm. on them man I like I'm I'm actually really excited for a lot of these games when you when you put out a, a good quality game and you get a season pass attached to it, it can actually be really good value because you can actually go through and get a bunch of this DLC that you might not normally purchase. But there's still a there's there's a bucket load for uh, Mortal Kombat as uh, as there are for some other games. It's I, I think it's really good value. Yeah, so this is going to be the equivalent of a, a sort of a second year season pass for Mortal Kombat because mm. previously last year we got uh, fuck we got. We got some more Mortal Kombat characters. We got, uh, I think, Nightwolf from off the top of my head. We got uh, uh, Shiva, not Shiva, uh, the the fucking Katana's mum that screams. I can't remember her name. Um, <laughs> yes, screaming mummy. I can't. A little like her name is Banshee. Um, I think it's Banshee. Um, anyways, so we got her, but we also got the Joker from Injustice, which is he's not the a best. He's he's fucking weird because he's he's very injusticey. He's he's not. He's not, um, I don't want to say traditional, but he's not that sort of kooky, he's not like, a, unpredictable. He's not a Mortal Kombat character. Mortal Kombat has always been a martial arts tournament, and we've got the fucking Joker in there. Like, I mean, yeah. it's gone a bit, a bit ridiculous with fucking Robocop and guns and, all, and the Terminator and all the rest of it. Terminator but- was awful. Terminator was flat awful. Like, Because we yeah. had Terminator with that, we had Terminator with Ghost Recon Breakpoint, and we had Terminator with Gears of War. I'm like, you've yeah. got too much Terminator saturating the market. Get rid of oh, the mate. fucking Terminator because it's not Schwarzenegger and put fucking something else in. <laughs> but it's Arnie selling his likeness because have you seen the other thing as well with um, Predator hunting? I have. Have you seen who was confirmed to do the voice? Uh, no. It is, is it? Schwarzenegger. Oh, there we go. So, Babe. well, as a side piece of news, Schwarzenegger-related news, he's got he's got a skin in the um, Predator hunting ground. He's a, I think he's a class. I think he's an actual like class. <laughs> the Dutch class. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like it's 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 like the the game Predator Hunting Grounds takes place in modern times rather than you know the eighties, mm. which makes sense. Um, and 
they're actually putting Dutch into the game now. They haven't said how Oof. Dutch will work. Um, some are thinking that because the game is done by Ilphonic, he'll be like Tommy Jarvis in the Friday the 13th games, that you'll be able to sort of call him in his backup sort of thing. Um, but it is Dutch currently. Uh, so it's an old school Arnie. He's got scars on his face. But on his shoulder, he has the Predator mask from 87, I think, strapped to his shoulder as Ooh. like this sort of this gauntlety pauldron looking thing. And Schwarzenegger's been like, that's me. I'm voicing it. I've had a lot of fun coming back doing Dutch. And I'm like, cool. You couldn't have done that for a movie um mm. but it, yeah it looks kind of cool but it, anyways back to mortal Kombat. um <laughs> yeah check it out the trailer looks fun it was it's a lengthy trailer we've got you know a bunch of really cool characters coming in so you know if you're if you're into mortal Kombat, there's plenty of stuff here to keep you entertained and there's fucking spawn uh, spawn is fantastic in mortal Kombat. Yeah, especially when Spawn goes against joker because like he'll do something he goes i hate fucking clowns and it's so <laughs> fucking good <laughs> Well, speaking of awesome things that have come back from uh, way, way back in the day, it's Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2, the remastered edition. It yeah, looks it amazing. The trailer for this came out a couple of days ago. I've watched it a few times now. The soundtrack, and, man. The soundtrack's bringing oh, back fucking Vietnam flashbacks. I was sitting there going, okay, okay, I'm hearing some classic tunes, I'm liking this, I'm liking this, and then it came up and it, it confirms on the trailer that all of the classic music is coming back. Fucking like, Camp Kill Yourself is coming oh, back. It's so good. I'm so excited for that. So, yeah, this is the remastered edition of the first two um, pro skaters, which is fantastic. Um, it looks spectacular. As long as they don't change like any of the fundamentals, they don't you know they don't fuck around and make it like the like when they tried to do it on I think it was skate that skate series and they tried to make you use your sticks instead of it no just oh, yeah. use just use the button controls I just want the standard this is a controls kick, this is a grab and this is yep. a fucking this yeah yeah no don't fuck around with it leave the controls the controls almost perfect don't fuck around with anything just make it look prettier. And that's that's all we're hoping for. So there you go. Looking forward to that. I think the release date was not September ninth. Oh, I that's think. right. I watched it. Yeah. There's there's two versions of the game. You can buy a normal version, which I think is Australian retail about sixty bucks, which yep. isn't too bad. Like normally, like you get sixty bucks, then you know you go to Kmart or Target or whatever, and they've got it for fucking fifty eight or all that sort of shit like that. But you can get a hundred and seventy dollar version of the game. It comes with the game and you know, art yes. book and all that sort of generic shit, but it comes with a fucking yes. Tony Hawk deck. It wow. actually comes with a full-size deck. Well, there we go. There's my uh, Christmas money gone. Um. <laughs> I'm, I'm not buying this game unless you can play as Spider-Man, because that was the fucking the main character I played as in Tony Hawk 2, <laughs> was Spider-Man. If I can't play Spider-Man, I am playing the game. Wait, when was um when was Darth Maul? Was he 2 or 3? Three? 3. 3. It was three. Darth Maul and Wolverine for That's uh, right. Tony Hawk 3. And I Tony remember Hawk one of Underground, the, the, you could play as Iron Man. I love the Wolverine move where you could like put your like the the claws through the deck. Yeah, yeah like it was pretty cool. And like, Darth uh, Maul had a floating skateboard. He didn't actually have wheels and trucks on right, it. So he, he just had too, this floating yeah. skateboard. Yeah, yeah. And he'd use oh, the man. force to like you know like hold the board out. And all that's this right. He'd hold it out there. Yep, that's cool. Yep, and then it was fucking awesome. I think there was the the cruise ship level. I used to love that one on three. Yeah. So yeah, and Spider Man oh, would throw the board out and then spray his web onto it and then fling it around and then pull it back <laughs> in. It was so fucking cool, man. Oh man, it just it just looks like a bunch of fun. Like this this game was amazing in its day. It it should be as amazing as it was then. Now, so yeah, and if we're getting essentially two full fucking games in one, yes, absolutely. To be fair, the Tony Hawk games are very quick to play through 
they're not. They are, you know, you well, finish the campaign, you like, unlock Spider Man, then it's like, cool, well, I'm set. Well, no, but see, it wasn't always about just the, the campaign. It was like, there are a million things that you can do within this level. You get, what was it, like five minutes, I think? Or no, the, that, the, so. yeah, the trick attacks and the horse yeah. and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. So you and had a bunch of different shape. challenges within the game, and then, you know, it was like, you know, set high scores, do all Special. of this. And there was never enough time within one one run through to do everything. You can't do all of the challenges in one run through. So it's pushing you to do multiple. So you end up just doing, right, okay, this run, I'm just focusing on this. Well, this run, I have to skate all the way to the other side of the school and do this trick over here. Like, there's just so much of that involved. So I really think that there's a depth to this game, which makes it stupidly replayable. Um, and, yeah, doing, like, playing against mates and you're playing horse, like, poor. We oh. are... De- well, they introduced Mate, fucking manuals into the game. That was like, <laughs> fuck, this, can't see, oh, this guy's got fucking got me. Manuals. Oh, used to be like, you used to do the uh, the revert out of the, uh, the, the jumps. The revert, yeah. Yeah, and they revert into the manuals. And you, did, uh, like, you just keep the tricks going. And you get these like massive... And the worst part was you did this massive trick. It was worth 100,000 points and then you'd fucking... Oh, yeah, fucking fell over it. You <laughs> lost it all. And then like as, as the games, as they kept going... They got more stupider. Like, the, one oh, of the yeah. first games I got on my 360 was Tony Hawk fucking something. It was an underground or some fucking thing. And you could literally pull the deck off and then you could just walk around, like, on foot. And you yeah. had, like, a little clock timer that was like, if you don't get on the board and start doing tricks again, the clock timer will run out. And I'm like, and they're going, no, if I'm running around on my fucking feet, then, no, the clock timer's run out. I've, I've given up and I've, I'm holding the board in my hand. Yes. Yeah. I'm wondering if they're going to have modern character models because Tony Hawk still looks like Tony Hawk, but fuck me, Bear Margera is not going to fit on a skateboard. <laughs> <laughs> no, look, I, I think they'll have the classic ones, whatever they look like at that particular time. Um, I mean, we're talking back, like, this is 1999, so this is 21 years ago. Um, yeah, these games were, were classics back then. They were so, so good. I'm, I'm just excited to see the... Uh, <sighs> They were, they were on the original PlayStation. That's how we, we're talking about, right? Like yep. old school games. So we're going to see something amazing um, for this generation, which is awesome. Um, yeah, and for me, first three are the games that you want to play. Particularly two and three, I think, were probably my favorites. Everything after that, you can go fuck yourself. I'm, I'm not interested in, in the slightest. Um, yeah. yeah. those The first three are the only games that I, I ever care about in this series. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you like the OS, that's that's good. I think it might be an issue of member berries. When that game releases, it'd be like, fuck yeah, then after a week. So, so like with the Crash Bandicoot reboot, like, because it's Activision, it's the same fucking deal. Like, it'll yeah. be like, fuck yeah, and I'm done with it. Yeah, I mean, it could be. I mean, the skating had a time and a place, and it was, you know, it was riding the uh, the peak of hysteria at that stage. I mean, Tony Hawk Mania, all the rest of it. But yeah, you know, you never know. We'll see. Yeah, looking forward to it anyway. So we're, we'll we'll check that out in September. Duty might not be playing it, but I definitely will be. Unless there's no Spider Man, I ain't playing it. I am telling you right now, I will be hosting a Tony Hawk's Pro Skater One and Two Remaster Edition party at my house. We're just going to get some old school blokes around, and we're just going to play a bunch of Tony Hawk's. It's going to be awesome. Horse challenges galore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> um, okay, and the final piece of news today. Um, this is a one from last week, but um, yeah, it's still it's still relevant and fresh. Fallen Order. Now um, we both love this game. Pretty amazing game. Great Star Wars game. 
And oh, yeah. now they've announced, EA have announced that it is the start of a new Star Wars franchise. So what we're going to get is the continuation of uh, Fallen Order story. Um, so we're going to get a Fallen Order 2 at some point. And it's not just going to be a flash in the pan. This is going to be more. We're going to be getting more content like this in the very near future, which for me is very exciting. I think that's a really good move considering how well this has gone down. Yeah, I have I have gone back to it as well because on on May the fourth they sort of released this free LC. It's not any story editions or anything like that. It's a challenge mode, and essentially what is a new game plus? And as soon as you start the new game plus, it pops up saying, "Look, you've you've kept all your cosmetics and and the, the lightsaber parts and the crystals and so on and so forth, but all of your force powers can't be given back to you because as the story progresses, you naturally unlock and then you return to planets with your new powers and all that sort of stuff like that." Um, so it's like, hey, look, you've, you've still got everything. You can still go back to your original save of your original story. You still yeah. can't repeat the last mission because that's fucking baller. But you can replay the you can replay the campaign with all your cosmetics unlocked. And you can also use a red lightsaber crystal. Um, you've got a uh, Cal Kestis in his Inquisitor armor that you sort of get yep. in this in this tripped out flashback you know prediction of the future sort of thing um and with the challenges if you complete the challenges with certain uh, perimeters like don't take any damage don't heal yourself and you know kill all the enemies you'll unlock these points these points are used to unlock cosmetics for bd1 which is the little droid so there's no additional cosmetics in regards to unlocking shit for cal or for the ship and all that sort of stuff it's just bd1 but it's look it's it's still a cool reason to go back and have a bit of a play yeah, look, I think there's, I, I think it was really limited in some of the way that they chose to apply the cosmetics. It was kind of just here's just a different paint job on the things that you already yeah, have. Yeah, pon- it's a poncho or it's a it's, your, it's a poncho or clothing. it's not a poncho, and it's like yeah, give me some different clothing options. Like give me some some things that make it look cool. Um, I, I do like that you do get to choose some of the different lightsaber options as well, which is kind of fun. But, yeah, I'd like to have yeah. permanent double lightsabers or permanent staff. Like, you know, give me you know, those permanent options rather than just, you know, flick trick things. Like, I think there's just some things about the game that haven't really sunk home for me. It's kind of like how um, the original, when they um, did Battlefront, like they came up with the remake. They they kind of got it all. Uh, they kind of did well, but they just didn't hit it home. And then Battlefront Two came along, and they made a much better better hack of it eventually. Yeah, and and that's the thing that um, Fallen Order introduced was the double lightsaber. But then, as you get to like that ninety percent mark, you've got like three missions to go, and you've basically finished the game when you unlock the ability to yeah. split your lightsaber into two, and then actually have two lightsabers. I'm like, but then as soon as that combo is done. He clicks it back together and you've got, you know, your one or your two lightsabers. It's so stupid. Like, I want to, like, it teases you with those moments. And it's like, no, I want to actually have that as a permanent option. So I would like to see that they make that improvement for the next time around. Like, you know, if they're going to make this, you know, they keep talking about it being like, you know, this sort of Metroidvania, Dark Souls-esque kind of thing. Like... Give us those permanent options then. Those games allow you to make a permanent choice. I want to play with this style of weapon or this kind of thing. It it becomes something that tailors the game experience to you rather than just, you know, changing the color of his fucking poncho from white to black. Like, you know, that's not a... There are small differences in the ponchos I've noticed as well. Like, oh, one will have a hood on it and one will have this brown 
fucking yeah. airplane belt on it or so. like there's there's no yeah nah it's it's not enough like you yeah know, that's yeah, not a, that that's uh, if you're gonna give me that i'd rather have no customization than that like that that's not customization to me that's just changing textures and colors it doesn't give me the control that i'm looking for in a, a customization option it's not something to brag about it's not a feature it's just there yeah, so, it's like, you know, okay, I'm in a cold environment. I might play with a poncho on to give me that atmospheric look or something. But it's not... Yeah. Like, if, if you if you bought the... There's, like, a $100 version of the game or there's the 110 or whatever it was. Like, there was only a, a very minute difference. But if you got that, you got a digital art book. And if you look at the alternate costume designs for Cal, you're sitting there going, he's got this, like cool fucking Nathan Drake looking robe sort of thing that's strapped to him with all these cl- like Assassin's Creed style like all these clasps and belts and shit that's like sort of like Do what we got like with that. yeah like sort of like what we got with um, The Force Unleashed like when you go yeah. to different planets you have different outfits for those different planets and it looks like they were trying to do that and you know, maybe yeah. for whatever reason they didn't do it but Maybe we'll I mean, get it in the missed next opportunity. One. Missed opportunity, and like like you say, yeah, definitely something that they should improve on for the next one. But it's great that we're going to get more of those games because, yeah, fantastic game, great Star Wars property. Um, you know, in a time where Star Wars property is being great, is very you know irregular. It's it's forty sixty, forty percent bad, sixty percent good. <laughs> so yeah well look um it's, it's exciting news though so they they've given no dates on that but they have confirmed that they are working on that stuff so i mean it did take a very long time for fallen order to come out i would yeah, suspect i'd suspect that at this stage that because we haven't heard any announcements about it we're not going to see anything until the next gen consoles come through so um exciting that we'll see it on the next gen at least anyway so we'll get to see it in its most beautiful format possible well, speaking of Star Wars as well, like they've EA's officially come out and said Battlefront Two is done. We're not doing yep. any more DLC. We're not doing any more updates. It's done. Um, and that was May the Fourth as well. I think it, it was the yeah. last update for that. Is, is is it's it's finished. It's done. It's they're not do- they're not touching it. They're not doing a thing. Ah, there we go. So um, I'm still playing it. It's a lot of fun. I'm playing that with the with of course Davo from Super Movie Bros, but Sam from Movie Reviews and Twenty Qs. He plays a fair bit of Battlefront. They've got new Darth Maul skins for uh, for Clone Wars. They've got the black and red robe for for Darth Sidious. They've got the yellow lightsaber for for Rey Skywalker, and they've got uh, again another outfit for Kylo Ren. And sidebar: this it's a fantastic game. It's fun. So and so forth. You go through the costumes for Rey and Kylo Ren, and you realize how fucking lazy the costume designer is for these movies. Yeah, it's so fucking bad. It's like. <laughs> Player I don't want to get you started on this one. <laughs> I, you, I know how I've got a fucking there. tangent for it, and I'm saving it for an episode of Nerd Man because I'm, oh, I'm about to fucking it. roll these cunts with it, man. Oh. Right. Well, before you get going, mate, I know I know you're really. <laughs> I know it's one of the. I'm passionate about this topic. You are. You are very passionate about that <laughs> that particular topic. Let's move on to uh, to our sponsor, buddy. Uh, we do have a sponsor for the show. I'm Their very name- passionate about the sponsor. <laughs> Oh, absolutely you are. Culture Shock Collectibles, the number one stop for all your nerdy collectible needs. Mate, they do some amazing stuff, and I love the... Um, have you seen the new Clone Wars pre-orders that they've got available for I everyone? I have. Yet? It is... Uh, I don't know if you've finished Clone Wars, so I don't oh, want yeah. to talk no, no, about no, I have. Clone Wars. Uh, well, let's just do it now, because I want to, because fuck, it's... No, yeah. let's, let's, I think let's save Clone Wars for a special, because that oh. is... That's a fucking episode right there. Like, that is, there's so much to unpack with it. But 
on the topic of Clone Wars, there is the pre-order for Commander Co- uh, for Captain Rex, sorry, or yep. Commander Rex because he sort of gets a uh, spoilers. Um, but um, <laughs> you, you you get a a Captain Rex hot toy. That this is the first time hot toys are actually doing something outside of the Star Wars universe in regards to outside of the movies. Um, mm. So they do all of the movie shit, like you know, Stormtroopers and fucking this and that and all that sort of stuff. But this is a, a character who's only been portrayed in CGI except for episode six. Um, and he's he's got his battle armor. He has his two pistols. He has his uh, his standard Storm... Uh, it's not Stormtrooper. His clone rifle. Um, yeah. that he's they got a shoulder pad on. He's got those big, like yeah. the cool big um, grenade pouches on him. He just yep. looks. He looks fucking sick. He, and he's got his jetpack as well that he used in the last season of Clone Wars. Yeah, um, there's a bunch of like accessories for him as well, which looks uh, pretty amazing. Yeah, and he of course he comes with. Uh, if you've seen the photos, and you've seen the show, it's it's fantastic, and it's this beautiful, heartwarming thing. But if you don't know what it is, fucking go watch the show. But he comes with the sort of the five hundred first tribute helmet to Ahsoka, and. It's. I, I'm looking at it, going. I sort of want to get it, but I also have. It's, it's sort of like my personal collection. I'm sitting there going, okay, I've got nothing to go with him except for Anakin and Luke, uh, Anakin and Obi Wan. So I'm like, if I get that, I have to get Commander Cody, and if they release you know this, then I have to get this. Um, but yeah. it also uh, Hot Toys are also somewhat teasing that they're going to do five o first. Uh, clone troopers as okay. well so um like there is like hardcore nerds out there that buy the captain rex like uh, the company sideshow which is also through culture shock released two different versions of captain rex mm. season you know one to three and season four to six um and then they release clones and stuff so people actually make a clone army out of hot toys and yeah it's really fantastic what they're doing I do like that they've used, um, like, he can take his helmet off and it is Timoera Morrison's face as well. So it is the proper face features for him. So yeah. I, I like that. I like what they've done. It's it's a, it's a an awesome toy. Like, if you're into Star Wars, if you're into the Clone Wars, mm-hmm. definitely one for you. So definitely check it out. So check them out, cultureshockcollectibles.com. They've, uh, they've got all of the things that you need for your toy nerdy collectible needs. Yeah. You spend over $50, you get free shipping, which is fucking fantastic because a lot of places <laughs> don't offer, offer free shipping unless it's like 100 bucks, And you don't want to be like those assholes in the black and green color scheme. No, 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 no. You want red <laughs> and you want yellow and you want black. They're the three colors you want. You go through to Culture Shock, they're fantastic. Tell them Duty sent you. He might even fucking throw you in some shit. You know, I might have You'll to pay for lucky it, but I'll you- pay for it for you. <laughs> Um, yes, yeah, I've go. got a, I've got a pre-order in with them. It's, it's, it's fantastic. I've got two pre-orders in with them, so it's, uh, it's great shit. <laughs> Good man. Well, there we go. Thank you very much to, uh, to Michael and the gang. Um, now we're going to be talking about a game this week. This is our big one for this week. It's a game <laughs> called. Here we go. Snowrunner. Now. If you're unfamiliar with SnowRunner, <laughs> SnowRunner is a game about being stuck in the mud um, and driving <laughs> trucks from one place to another and delivering things. And If you've seen the TV show Ice Road Truckers, it's that as a video game. It's that, but with more mud and less snow. <laughs> yeah, two <laughs> maps, think, two maps have snow, two <laughs> maps don't. <laughs> yeah, it's got three maps in the game. One of them has snow. 
but most of that snow is just mud that white. So, <laughs> in yeah. a game that's called SnowRunner, I would have expected more snow. First, first little criticism for this game. Uh, it's brought to you by the guys that did a game called I think it was Mud Runner was the original Mud Runner. Game, wasn't yeah. It? yeah, it's on Game Pass. Yeah. Yeah, so that's uh, that's out there, and that that was released a couple of years ago, and it is exactly the same idea. You get trucks, you deliver uh, things from point A to point B, you pull um, other trucks out of mud, you you know go through water, you get stuck a lot, um, <laughs> you use winches to get you around places, and that's it. It's in the the ilk of like uh, your farming simulator or. Um, any sort of delivery simulator it's very one note but within that one note there's a lot of depth i will say um yeah. it, it is a very interesting game we've done a couple of a uh, couple of videos on it just um recording ourselves making silly little competitions and races i think we had a bit of fun playing as a multiplayer though it's uh it, it is definitely those the it's a fucking it's a Jesus Christ, I just keep repl- replacing the word itza with an itza. Um, I've had a couple of wines, um, but it's the picking up something, dropping it off. Picking up, you're a fucking delivery man, but you're a delivery man for, for wooden planks or for iron or for, you know, all these sort of like big industrial sort of things. And the game slowly gets more challenging, not even slowly, it gets more challenging over time quite mm. rapidly in regards to the environments you're dealing with. Um, especially like the first what does it say like the first 40 minutes to an hour depending on how you play the game is quite challenging because you can't pick up the game and immediately go straight into multiplayer you have to pick up the game learn how the game works and go through this tutorial and you sort of unlock the ability to use multiplayer um and i will say it is quite fun in regards to that because i enjoy driving a truck with a trailer attached to it going okay if i go too fast down this hill I have to apply the brakes. They're not normal brakes. They're engine brakes as well. And I've slidden and fallen off the track. And I have to go and <laughs> fucking get a new trailer because I can't pick up that trailer. Yeah. It's... Um, I, I will say there were moments of frustration for me in this game where, you know, I'd spent 45 minutes going to a point and picking up some stuff and then driving it back to this other point and then I get three quarters of the way there and then I got stuck on a tree or slipped off the road and spilt my spilt my load spilt your load <laughs> spilt my load on the side I of the mean, road. phrasing <laughs> uh, but yeah and like that's it like nothing you can do just gotta restart and it's just there there is some extreme moments of frustration based on the fact that you went too quickly or didn't do things the right way it's you know it's a, in a game where you want to go fast and you want to deliver things within it like you expect that speed you actually have to be slow and patient and it's I, I liken it to like a, it's more puzzle game than it is driving game if that if that makes sense there's these these puzzles that you have to put together you know the vehicle is you driving from place to place but it's a puzzle you have to unlock it you have to understand how these things work how the mechanics work to make it the most oh shit it. yeah it is it is definitely a puzzle game because the main thing that you didn't tell me as we were playing the game as well is that there is no fucking power steering in any of the cars. So if you turn left, you have to turn right to correct the fucking steering. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah, it, it is incredibly frustrating. It is like, there, there is so much about this game that you, the way that you want things to work is just not the way that it will work. And yeah, there are, there's steering issues. There's the turning circle on these, these vehicles is ridiculous. 
you've got these little scout trucks that you expect would just hop over everything and go into great <laughs> places, and then, then they end up being stuck like six foot, you know, into mud. And it's some of the physics of this game are a little bit weird, but once you learn some of the tricks, I think that's that's where it is. It's like okay, I learn how these things are. I learn, learn to look for these things and you know get around them somehow. So. Yeah, it's it's very interesting. I think a lot of my frustration for this game came from the fact that I was trying to just drive normally and expecting you know it to work, and it just doesn't work like that. Yeah, like previously from games like uh, Formula One, that you know we 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 play a fuckload. Well, at least I don't know about you, but we we both played on just separate consoles as well. We play yeah. a fuckload of Formula One. We yes. play games like Grand Theft Auto, or we you know we play games where racing is a precision task or an yes. arcade task and not necessarily a puzzled task yeah which is what snow runner is and you know what mud runner is and you know you go on and you know you, you watch the videos that we've made in regards to racing each other and having that cooperative fun and you can see that i'm bogged i'm stuck in the mud or i can't get my fucking my truck through you know these n- trees that you think you can get them through or you yeah. can see on the video that you've cheated and you've gone onto tarmac like all of these separate <laughs> fucking things <laughs> like you flat out fucking cheated but uh but you can see all these separate sort of things that it 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 makes this game not only entertaining in regards to single player puzzle mechanics and mm. even but you can go online and play and do missions and tasks cooperatively like yes deliver you know iron and steel to these areas that have you know uh, difficult terrain but then you can also completely flip the game on its head like we've done and gone cool we're doing a fucking race it's from here to here you can't do this it's it's you know it's your top gear your grand tour challenges that other games like you I don't think you can necessarily do it in something like Grand Theft Auto. Like, yeah, you, you, you can. You can pick the shittest vehicles in the game and go, let's, you know, let's go up the mountain or something like that in the, in the worst vehicles in the game. But you don't have that uh, element of there's mud that's fucking blocking your tires. You've, yeah. you've actually sunk your car into the mud. Uh, your engine is being flooded with water. You don't have those challenges that games like grand theft auto or dirt or something like that necessarily provide yeah it's not like there, there are so many elements to this game as well it's not like you know the the only one important thing is speed there is a lot of other things that you need to have in there you need to have the traction you need to have the control like there's there's a bunch you put of it other- into low gear yeah and there's the uh, there's a lot of that stuff, and there is a uh, there's a winch that you can use essentially um, turning your truck into Spider-Man's truck, um, <laughs> and it basically it's it's you you have to winch into different points to like connect to trees to drag yourself out of the the, the hole that you've dug yourself into, and sometimes you have to go backwards because it's just easier to do that. So there's there's some really interesting aspects of this game which make it much more than just your standard racer which is what i've enjoyed about it like that's i once i got my head around that once i go you know understood okay i can't just do that same old thing then it became something different for me which yeah i I got into yeah i think if you if you're looking at snow runner in regards to oh yeah cool looks like this you know, potential racing game or something like that. It's very much a simulator game. You have to, yeah, you have to yeah. manage not only the environment, you have to manage your your tires, you have to manage your uh, suspension, your engine in regards to if it goes into water or if you fucking ram your, en- your car into a fucking tree, it's going to damage your engine, it's going to damage your suspension, all this sort of stuff. But you also need to manage fuel. Like there's a, you know, in the bottom left hand of the screen, there's like you're at a full tank, 
putting the, the, the transmission into all-wheel drive, or, you know, going off-road and actually using, you know, the different sort of fucking engine modes and stuff like that is going to drain more fuel. Yes, you'll get through the mud quicker and all that sort of stuff, but it's like, can you afford to use that much fuel when your destination is 20 meters away, but using this mode will go, cool, you're not going to make 20 meters, you're going to make 10 meters. What yeah. are you going to do? And that's that's it. Like, I mean, they're, they're, it's... I think there's a there's a lot of fun challenges within that as well. It's yeah, you've you've got to really think your way ahead. You can't just yeah. You know, I think the first couple of times we played together, I just saw you just rushing straight at big puddles, and I was like, yeah, that guy's getting fucking stuck. <laughs> I was just skipping around the outside. Like there, you just you every time you're presented like you know with anything in this game, you have to really logically think about how you're going to get that through because you may not be able to get out. You may have to recover your car. You may not be able to do anything further. So, and, and, and a game where you can lose so much in, um, in that progress, like it can be a very expensive experience for, you know, to spend 45 minutes to not achieve anything. So, um, yeah, so it's definitely something that you have to think about. I mean, there are a lot of games, like if you want to go fast in the dirt, I'd recommend going back to like a dirt rally 2.0, um, which I had a lot of fun with as a, like a racing simulator. Like that's about rally racing in the dirt and, you know, simulates dirt and experience and all the rest of it. And that's about going fast and more about traction control and things like that around corners. So that's a really, you know, that's your racing side of it. This is that simulator side of, you know, what would it be to be a, you know, a long haul trucker in a world that's been slowly sunken into mud? (laughs) Yeah. And then going, okay, cool. I'm stuck. But (laughs) you you, you get that challenge of, okay, I'm stuck. You can immediately pull up sort of like an in-game menu and go, uh, you know, you know, revert back to the garage, try again. But you can sort of have that sort of I don't want to say Rain Man moment, but he's sitting there going, okay, what what can I do to get myself out of the mud besides going back to the garage? Yeah. Okay, I've got a winch. I can attach my back wheels to this fucking tree behind me and then try and pull myself and hope that the tree not only supports the weight, but if the tree is not strong enough to pull the truck, then the tree will just topple over. And it's like, okay, cool. The tree's toppled over. Can I pull the tree to the to the back of my wheels and then reverse over the tree to get that sort mm. of that wedge traction? You get that? Like, there's a lot of attention to detail that's gone into that sort of puzzling mechanic moments of the game. Yeah. Now, look, I want to talk about some of the, uh, the negatives of this game as well because there are a lot of them. Um, first cab off the rank for me is that this game crashed on me an innumerable number of times uh, yeah. to to a point where I thought it had bricked my PS4. Um, so it got to a point where... Your PS4 cr- Pro. <laughs> my PS4 Pro. Thank you, sir. Um, yeah. No, it got to a point where it, um, it went through the crash report and all the rest of it, blue screen, and, you know, send this off. And so I clicked on, you know, send this off to the developers and then the screen just went screwy, and I ended up having to like re- like do a soft reset on the um, on the box itself to actually get it going again. It was I, like, I was freaking out. I was like, "Oh my god, if this game has bricked my fucking you know my pro, I'll be very upset." Luckily, it's fine now. So you know, panic stations, crisis averted. But yeah, yeah it, like it crashed all the time. It was so ridiculous. Like it, it saves on a frequent basis, which was fine. So I didn't lose a lot of progress. It was just that the game, for absolutely no reason whatsoever, just crashed. And that's... I mean, when you talk about game-breaking bugs, like, that's as game-breaking as it's going to get. So I think there's something fundamentally wrong uh, within the game itself that's going to 
mar your experience for you know, having to restart all the time. Yeah, and, and I did find, like, you know, besides my own internet issues in general, um, when we were trying to tee up how to play it on PlayStation, it would just come up with going, you're not connected to the network, you're not connected oh, to the network. And I'm sitting yeah. there going, I am chatting to you via the PlayStation party. How am I not connected to the network? I restarted the game multiple times. I restarted the console. You're not connected to the network. You're not connected to the network. And then I just went to single player, went back to menu. was like, yeah, cool. We're connecting it now. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, I just... Some of that stuff, I just think, is, is so stupid. Like, they, they made it as difficult as possible to enjoy the multiplayer experience. Um, like, the first couple of times we played it, it was we, we were finding, like, we wanted to connect winches to each other's trucks, and we couldn't figure out how to do it. And then we found out that it's a tick box selection way uh, back in, like, this one of the start menus. It's like, no, that's a fundamental yeah. part of this game. That should be in there from the word go. Don't make yeah. it a tick box selection. Just make it a thing. So um, you can't wench... I, like, an example was I'd gotten stuck in mud multiple times um and fuzzy's going okay cool attach your wench to the back of my car i will pull you out i'll top gear style i'll pull you out you hit pull on the wench i'll hit the accelerator and i'll pull you out couldn't do it couldn't do it and i was like all right cool can you attach it to the tree yes can you attach it to me no yeah um and then you you pull up an option like it's even it's not even a main option that pops up in the, no. in the menus you literally pull it up by pushing a separate button in a menu that brings up like the option to invite players to your game and it's literally this checkbox that you accept by pressing a button on the controller being like oh yes i'll, I'll like people to you know, accept a wench and what i found as well on a disappointment on top of that is you can't make a daisy chain of wenches yeah i can't wench myself to you and then you can't secure yourself to a fucking rock some of like, them say, it's, it's just so yeah. stupid like that that's that's something that would make this game fun. That's where you, you have a lot of... Like, I, I don't think there's a lot of fun to be had as a single-player experience. I had a lot more fun playing with somebody else. Um, yeah. I, I, playing on your own, it is literally just, like, you can almost feel the life being sucked out of you. <laughs> um, but, yeah, like, playing with other people, I think that's where the experience should be, and they mar the experience by not letting you do everything that you would like to. And that's just stupid. Like give people this freedom to do that stuff. That's where the fun is. Yeah, I don't... You don't necessarily have that. And it's... There's there's a, there's a level of realism in games that works really well, and then there's realism that kicks it off a notch too far. Like, the best thing to example is, is Red Dead Redemption 2. Single player, realism, fine realism in Red Dead Online that I have to manage my hunger and my horse's hunger and all that bullshit for an yeah. online component of the game, that doesn't work. And I think that realism factor doesn't necessarily sometimes... Like, it works great for the challenges and the puzzles and the mud mechanics and all that sort of stuff, but why I can't wench myself onto you, then you onto a tree, and then you're, you you yeah. have to coordinate with, you know... Well, that's, with, that's with what The people we, you're playing with, yeah. But what you're talking about is, like, selective realism, right? They're selecting the parts of reality that they want you to do and not, like... No, if, if this was uh, real life, this is what we would be able to do. And, yeah. you know, you have to sort of suspend your, di your disbelief with some of the winching tactics anyway. But, like, if you're going to do that, just give us access to those kind of things. And it just, I think for, from a game that's, you know, that's trying really hard to um, allow people to have that stuff, they... They, they they want you to have those tools and then they just they tease you with it almost and then they take it away completely it's 
it's a very odd experience. So I think there's there's going to be very frustrated people playing this game, um, not getting exactly what they want out of it. Yeah, I, I agree with that. And it's, it's going to impact the score and not impact <laughs> in a negative, in, not impact in a, in a small ratio. It's going it's gonna, to it's gonna be a decent fucking punch to the stomach. All right, well, here we go. Let's do it then. Let's give it a score um, because we have to. I mean, that's that's what we do on the show. I think for me, I'm just going to go quickly and say I, this is going to be a two and a half for me um, and only because of the multiplayer experience. I, I did do a lot of single player experience just to try and get a full feel for it. And I just, I, I felt tired after playing it, if you know what I mean. Like it just felt exhausting. Um, so yeah, two and a half. If, if, if it didn't have the multiplayer experience that I had with it, I'd probably give it a one and a half, maybe two at best. Yeah, I I think it's one of those games sort of sort of to, yeah to mirror what you're saying there are games that are out there that are deliberately built for playing with friends deep rock galactic boring as fuck to play single player fantastic to play with friends like it is a must play with friends and i think that sort of mirrors this game in in snow runner but snow runner isn't necessarily it's not a game built for multiplayer like, say, Deep Rock is. It yeah. is built for that single-player challenge that has multiplayer, but the multiplayer is better than the single-player experience that it was based and, and, and built upon those foundations. Yeah. Um, I do have I do have fun with it. Like, there is... You know, you, you go on to, to the video that I made, there is a lot of laughter going on. Um, there was a lot of scenes that I cut out where it's literally nothing except you coming first and me getting fucking stuck in mud. Um, but there is a lot of laughter and fun to be had with this game. But I think it only works in the capacity of a multiplayer experience. If you're playing it as a single player experience, then you're going to, yes, experience those challenges, but you're going to be frustrated and you're just going to give up on the game rather than the multiplayer aspect of going, okay, cool, you're stuck. What can we do? What can I do? Can I pull you out? Can you get onto this? Mm. Where single player, you're just going to go, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to go back and I'm going to play Siege or I'm going to go back and I'm going to go play fucking Formula One or whatever it is. Um, I think in that aspect, I'm going to give it two for single and then three for multi. Okay. Yeah. There we yeah. Go. All right. Well, look, there we go. Um, it's it's out and it's available now. Snow Runner. Um, you can check out some of the YouTube videos on it. Um, it, it's it may not be the experience that people are looking for. I don't even know who this audience is. It, it, it's essentially people that play games and also watch marathons of ice road truckers. Like that's it's, the- it's yeah, it <laughs> is definitely ice road truckers and Top Gear. Like, yeah, and to be honest, if if the developers of this game made a Top Gear game, or not Top Gear because Top Gear is shit now, but if they made a, uh, a Grand Tour Grand game, Tour, yeah, um, that would be fantastic because I like the idea that. You've got this dangerous terrain that not every vehicle can overcome. Like, there's, you know, we tried doing certain tasks without even recording. I picked a random truck, you picked this truck, you know, I'd win or you'd win or whatever because that's how the vehicle Mm. uh, went over that terrain. And I think if the developers of this made that style of game that, you know, you have a $5,000 budget, you, me and you have a $5,000 budget, but there's 20 different cars in that $5,000 budget. Yes, they're all shit bombs. And yes, some of them have got rust or a battery issue or whatever it is, but they all can do completely different things that the others can do. If you have that sort of 
you know, go to this point, upgrade your car, or go to this point and then race, or you know, the the things you see on a on a Grand Tour or Top Gear challenge, but in a video game format, I think that would work really well. Yeah, I think so too. Like, I think that if they'd made the challenges a little bit more fun. Yeah. Um, like they, they try, I think there's a lot of very practical challenges within this game. Like if they'd made them a little bit more fun, if they'd had a little bit more play with it, um, I think that could have made it a lot more interesting. Um, but they, they chose not to. They've chosen to keep it in that simulation, like heavily simulated style. And I think that just, it just takes a little bit out of that. Like sucks the air out of the tires a little bit, if you know what I mean. Just you, you need that... You need that fun and that spontaneity in a game to keep you interested, and I think it lacks that personality for it. So, oh well. I mean, we, we had a good time at least playing multiplayer, so if you've got some friends who are all interested in it, I mean, check out the Mudrunner game, and then um, potentially, I mean, if that's available yeah. on Xbox now, like, that's that's something you can get. Um, otherwise, yeah, SnowRunner may be the game for uh, multiplayer challenges for you. And you can play with four players on on SnowRunner at the same time as well. So yeah. you will get that laughter, I'm stuck, I need help, or hey, you shouldn't have gone this way, or you should have applied your fucking brakes, or like that, that's the, the fun in regards to it, is if you yeah. go you know, fucking balls hill down a hill um, <laughs> in your truck, and it's like, cool, you need to apply the brakes, the brakes are going to take time, you need to correct your steering because you're in a fucking truck, it's not power steering and all that sort of stuff. You're going to have that, that challenged fun of it, but... If it's not your thing, it's also not your thing. Don't pick this up thinking you will have fun with it in regards to it's going to be a racing game or it's going to be that arcade game because it is very much a puzzled experience. Puzzled driving game. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, well, there we go. Well, thanks very much, Dirty. It's been awesome talking uh, SnowRunner with you this week. We will be back next week to talk more games, more exciting things that are happening. I'll probably be playing GTA all weekend on the PC, making sure that I'm back up to speed on it. Um, yeah, but yes. yeah, next week, I think, if I'm not mistaken, next week, I'm very excited for this game. Oh, yeah. Uh, Man Eater, which is the <gasps> Shark RPG oh, yeah. or the Shark <laughs> PG. Yeah. I'm very excited for this. Um, honestly, like, you know... I've been saying to a lot of mates, like, I'm fucking playing, I'm playing Maneater, I'm having a lot of fun with it. Also, officially released as a finished title this week. Uh, it's been out for two years for early access, it's been oh, on yeah. Game Pass, it's been on Steam, it's also on the Microsoft Store. Deep Rock Galactic is officially released as a final product game. Yeah, baby. Um, and I've been playing that a fair bit this week, so I'm going to be working on that as a, as a release review for people as well, if they're interested. Nice. There we go, man. All right, well, um, check us out next week. We'll be back to talk about those games. Until then, this is Fuzzy Dan reminding you that if, you, if you're having a bad time, if your truck is getting stuck in the mud, well, first of all, drive out of the mud because it's stupid to drive in there. But you also, need to, out. <laughs> you also need to get good. And this is Duty reminding you, like Kermit and like Ray Dent have put on the Shaken Up Nerd Facebook community, you got to play with each other <laughs> and you got to play with yourself. <laughs>